eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Daily Score. I'm Mark Grody. And I guess one of the big things that we're looking for at this point in Chicago Bears camp is discernible difference from last year to this year in terms of the offense and specifically Justin Fields. And honestly, I don't believe that there has been discernible difference as the event. There are some nice things. There have been some nice plays. DJ Moore is for real. It's been great to see that. And he is all that. And you do have a number one wide receiver, but we haven't seen the big change yet. Still early in training camp at this point, but we're still looking for those kinds of things. Do you remember earlier in camp when the general manager of the Chicago Bears was asked about Justin Fields? Just improve. Um, like I said, about looking yourself in the mirror and self-assessment, taking, you know, where he wasn't good and continue to improve that. Um, and a lot of those things, it, it, you know, that's a beautiful thing about football. You're relying on other people around you, too. Um, so really controlling what he can control, uh, looking at himself in the mirror, self-assessment, improving those weaknesses um, and really attacking that in training camp every single day. Where specifically do you want to see him improve? I mean, you want to see him improve everywhere. Obviously, you know, what he did with his legs was outstanding. But, you know, in the past game, look at the different scenarios, situations, two-minute, and continue to improve that. Two-minute. Two-minute. That's the key part of that from Ryan Poles right there, the general manager of the Bears. Two-minute. That is the two-minute drill. And we've been getting to see it in action. And just what happened in the two-minute drill that I saw today – was not particularly good, and it needs to get a lot better. There was some good to it, and there was some bad to it. I'll give you the good first in this two-minute drill that started on about the Bears' 12-yard line. The good part was there were back-to-back sideline passes to Chase Claypool where it looked to me like he was using his body in a very constructive way. That's definitely what you want to see from Chase Claypool in all sorts of different scenarios on the field. But that was definitely heartening to see. The things that were not heartening to see, the very first play 
bad snap by Lucas Patrick. Now, Lucas Patrick is right now listed as the backup center to Cody Whitehair. So, I mean, I guess you don't have to ring the alarm bells, but it's just not what you want to see in training camp based on the troubles that they had with the two-minute offense last year. To see them sort of stumble out of the gates on it was not good. So you had the two nice passes to Chase Claypool after that, but then Justin Fields tries to throw it downfield in really heavy traffic, and then the ball ended up being intercepted by a rookie for the Bears. Braylon Trahan was the guy that made the play. Undrafted rookie. And the ball looked like it was up for grabs. I'm not even sure who Justin Fields was trying to throw to. So when you're watching that part and you know that the GM, and this goes to the coach and to Luke Getz, the offensive coordinator, one of the specific things that they are willing to share with us is the two-minute drill. And when you don't see it tightened up, and I understand it's early, but that does concern me where right out of the gates, it just seems like it was a little bit sloppy so not not a great thing right now in terms of the two minute drill early in camp and that can definitely get better but i'm just telling you what i am seeing right now a few other things that i found interesting we're to go through we're gonna hear from tyler scott justin jones and cody white here tyler scott the fourth round rookie out of cincinnati interesting prospect you know great speed looks like he has tremendous cutting ability as well does have a long way to go in terms of learning this offense and even share with us how he was essentially schooled by Jalen Johnson. One thing I've noticed coming from college to the NFL uh, is the biggest difference is not necessarily, um, I wouldn't say necessarily the speed of the game, not as much as I thought it would be um, so far at least, but I would say the knowledge of the players that you're going against for sure. Um, I remember my first rep against uh, Jalen Johnson when he came back um, at OTAs and uh, my very first rep, he was on top of it. Like He ran it for me. And at that point, I was like, man, this – and, I mean, this guy's been here for, you know, three four years. And so I'm like, man, this dude, you know, he just kind of gave me a taste of what, you know, really a high-level caliber cornerback, um, you know, kind of how they, you know, dissect the game and how they're just one step ahead. And so that's pretty much the biggest difference, you know. So I'm just trying to figure out now how do I use my speed or how do I threaten guys with that. And so um, just using, like, run plays or, you know, things of that nature just to kind of threaten guys and make them feel, you know, what I'm about. You know, so that then gets guys off of me. So then I can kind of play around with them. You know, because at the end of the day, it's a physical game, you know, also, you know, being fast and things of that nature. But it's also a mind game as well. So what did you do the next time you faced yeah, no, I mean, um, with him, I'm just trying to make everything look the same. I'm not trying to give any telltale signs. Um, you know, receiver, you got to be a good actor. And I'm just trying to be consistent in what I do. I think I caught a uh, I caught a kind of like a deeper hitch today um, against him on seven on. And the biggest thing I was just trying to focus on was really just giving him my presence of like I'm going deep and uh, then just snapping it off and shutting it down and making a catch. So Really good self-awareness by Tyler Scott. Sounds like a smart, earnest kid. So look forward to him continuing to improve. And when he's talking about the the differences between Cincinnati playing in college and then playing at the pro level, I mean, he spelled it out pretty good too, but a lot of this is very new to him. All the different alignments that the Bears use, the different motions, the different shifts, that's all new to him as they were a pretty placid offense last year for Cincinnati in terms of what they did is what I'm saying. Like it was just standard. The play would come in from the sideline. Of course, in the case of the Bears, that play is going to come from Justin Fields. So I love the awareness of Tyler Scott. 
I'm not going to get too ahead of myself on him. I've seen too many wide receivers with the Bears in recent years that we were very excited about, later round guys that we thought were going to be good. Not everybody is going to be Darnell Mooney. Ask Riley Ridley, the former fourth-round pick that the Bears had back in 2018. What about Daz Newsom? We all love Daz Newsom. Where's Daz Newsom? He's not on the Bears. And now you have Tyler Scott, the fourth-rounder out of Cincinnati. So hopefully he will be different, and we shall see. But he's got the tools. The tools are there. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. A couple more cuts before we get out of here. Justin Jones, second-year man, three technique for the Bears. At least that's where they're playing him right now. Talking about rookie second-rounder Jervon Dexter out of Florida. Have any of the young guys stood out to you the way they worked so far? Oh, yeah, uh, Big Dex. Yeah, that's, that's a man right there. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good player. I think uh, <clears throat> I think once he uh, really understands, you know, the X's and O's, Outside of just you know the D line, like understanding the whole defense and you know how offenses like come and try to attack certain defenses and certain styles of play, I think he's gonna be a real like real dominant player in his league. Is he leaning on you at all, talking, asking questions? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, when he has questions, he'll ask me. You know, but he's a smart player. He takes really good notes. Uh, you know, he, he he absorbs a lot of information, so that's a good thing about him. And I, I do feel like he's gonna play a long time in his league. I, I don't think we're done seeing him grow. You know, honestly, I think that we're just seeing the. You know, the, the first glimpse of Javon, in my opinion, you know, he's uh, as the intensity is picking up, he's picking up. That's how I see it. So, you know, we get pads on tomorrow. So, you know, I honestly, I, I would expect something huge out of him because, you know, he's, he's a real physical dude. So, yeah, he's he's a he's going to be good. Is there anything else that you notice with Javon that makes you go like, wow, this this rookie is maybe using some better this here? I mean, he benches like 500 pounds. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, he's, he's a strong, big, strong guy. Like, I mean, you manhandling guys, literally, you can't even coach that, honestly, you know. I mean, obviously, you can coach him on technical things, but the physicality that he brings, like, you can't coach that. Like, that, that's just natural. You know how small and weak that makes me feel when I hear about a guy racking up 500 pounds and I'm down at the gym, like, needing people to gather around me for inspiration when I'm trying to put up 160 or something like that. So, yeah, 500 pounds. He's a big man. He's a big man. You know, there's got to be more to it than that. But that's what we've been saying about Trevon Dexter. Wow, that guy is big, man. He is a monster. And now you have Justin Jones, one of his teammates, saying, oh, my God, yeah, that guy is big. He is a monster. He's been playing on the second string along with Zach Pickens as well. And it sounds like he's coming along swimmingly so far. But there's going to be an expectation jump for him eventually. But that's a tough position to learn at the NFL level. Finally, by the way, We are going to start to see some padded practices. And I can't believe how excited a decade veteran plus in Cody Whitehair is about putting the pads on and sweating out on fields one and two. I mean, is that still something you look forward to at your stage here? Absolutely. Um, You know, every day, you know, you're trying to get better at something. But, um, you know, the intensity, obviously, it's kind of like practice to games. It goes up a little bit. And when you finally get – you know, we haven't been in pads for six months, you know, so it's obviously for us big guys, it's a fun day that we can really work our run fits, our combinations, um, you know, stuff like that to help us on, on Sundays ultimately. Are you looking forward to pads coming up? Uh, you know, 
you know, it's past. It's <laughs> year, year six for me, so, you know, I'm not really, like, over-anxious like some of these rookies are, you know. God's probably going to go to sleep tonight like 7.30, getting their mind right for the pads and everything. But <laughs> I remember them days under my, my rookie year, I went to sleep at, like, 7 o'clock because I knew we had pads and days. I had to make sure I was ready to go. But, you know, now it's just another day for me, so – come out there, you know, being able to work certain techniques and certain things. Now that we're in full pads, you can work uh, different kind of moves now. So just, you know, digging in that type, that, uh, that bag right there. So Does the intensity, though, ramp up? Oh, for sure. For sure. I think mo- I think it, it, it ramps up more so for the skill guys because, uh, you know, they're getting thudded now versus, like, tagged off. You know, for the O-line, D-line, it's really kind of the same. You know, we're, we're always going. So, so yeah. And the end of the, that was Javon Dexter. Cody White here at the beginning saying, yeah, man, let's go. Then Justin Jones there at the end saying, been doing this, this is my sixth year. I don't really need it. So <laughs> it's interesting to hear an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman have completely different views on how they see going full pads. But uh, that's what it is. We don't get a ton of these uh, full pad workouts because of the, the deals that the players union has worked out. So hopefully we can take advantage of it in our analyzing of the Chicago Bears. Hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Daily Score. That's it for today. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I'm Mark Rohde, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.